grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. Merry Christmas. It's a greeting that we've all been saying, well, many of us, for about a month or so, but everyone who comes through those doors today, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. But especially, it's a greeting that many of us have sent or received on Christmas cards. And I'll be one to admit it, I love getting cards in the mail. Now nobody likes going to the mail when you know it's full of bills and ads that you really don't need. But this time of year you go out to the mailbox and you open it up and you look inside and you can see one, two, three, maybe four Christmas cards in a day. And you can't wait to get inside and tear open those envelopes and see what do these cards look like this time. What kind of pictures did people put on their famous photo Christmas cards they've made this year? Is it a family photo of them all dressed nice with the Christmas poinsettias and the tree behind them? Maybe it's a fall theme picture that they took a few months ago. Or maybe it's a funny photo from their last family vacation this summer. And then, of course, the famous Christmas letter. That letter that you got from your family or friends and you just can't wait to read it because you wonder what did they write this year. The letter that recounts many things that happened to them in the past year albeit some of them may be rather sad. But most of the time those letters are filled with just exciting news, maybe job promotions, new things in their life or their family, or maybe just some goofy, ridiculous stories that they want to fill their letter with. I think most of you could agree. It's really exciting to get a card in the mail, to get a card, especially this time of year, from your family or your friends. Because when we receive Christmas cards, any kind of cards from a family or friend, it reminds us that they're thinking about us, that they care about us, that someone out there truly does love us. Now, even though cards today can be pretty much mass-produced by these sites like Walgreens and all these other things online, it still took them enough time to put your name on the list, to put your address label on that letter as well. Because someone cares about you. You see, we are relational creatures. We want, we need relationships with other people. And so we love to hear from our family and our friends, to know that they care about us, that they're thinking about us. But especially if we want to hear from our family and friends, the one that we want to hear from the most in this entire world is likely our God. To hear from our God, to know that our God is out there, that he truly exists, that he truly cares about us, and he truly does love us. The good news I have for you this morning, this Christmas morning from the epistle lesson read just moments ago, from Hebrews chapter 1, is that your God is there. More importantly, your God is a God who speaks to you. He speaks to you because he cares about you, he loves you, and he is there. The problem is, there's many times in our lives when we struggle to hear God. When we can't really hear his word as we should or as we want. Now that's no problem, no fault to God. It's not like God is incapable because he is more than capable. But it's all because of us. Because we put things between God and us. Because we put things before our own God. 
The things in this world that we crave and covet, whether it be money or property or possessions or some other earthly thing that eventually will wither and fade. Or maybe it's the people in our lives. The people who truly should be in our lives and we should love them, we should care about them, and yet we put them above God as well. Allowing them to pull us away from God at times, to pull us away from hearing His word. Or there are those times when we struggle to hear God, or more so choose not to listen to God because we don't like what we're hearing. When we have a family member who we love and we care for so deeply, and yet they're so terribly ill, but they are just not receiving the health that they need, the health that we want them to have in the time frame that we want them to have. Or when there's family conflict, and you just want resolution. You just want that pleasant and happily resolution to come here and come now. But when we don't get what we want, when we want it, when we don't hear what we want to hear, what we think we need to hear. Unfortunately, we turn to other places, other places and other things, thinking that there we'll hear what we need to hear, thinking that there we can actually hear from someone or something, as if our God's not truly there. <coughs> and I know I'm speaking to a crowd who has gathered here for Christmas morning to hear God. But unfortunately, I think even we can admit there are times in our lives when we too look to places we shouldn't. But here's the truth that I tell you this morning. No matter how much it may seem that God doesn't speak to us, no matter how much at times we may not be able to hear God the way we want to hear him, I tell you this with certainty. God does speak to you. <laughs> or more importantly, to put it exactly as Hebrews chapter 1, the very word of God puts it today. God has spoken to us. God has spoken to us through his son. His son, Jesus Christ, whose birth we celebrate today. The baby boy that was born to Mary. The young virgin woman who was betrothed to Joseph. Who both of them traveled to Bethlehem for the census. And when they got there, there was no room in the inn. So they settled in a stable. A stable that was likely full, filled with animals and rough places like hay and some rather stinky smells. But there he was born. And he was wrapped in swaddling cloths and placed in a manger. Jesus, born right there. The very word of God coming to his people. More importantly, coming to be among his people. The true presence of God in Jesus himself. Jesus who is God. And yet, when we hear the story, when we reread the story, sometimes we can think, how is this God speaking to us? How is this truly as powerful and as majestic and as wonderful as the many ways in which God used to speak to his people? Because when we read through the scriptures in the Old Testament and even in the New Testament, we see that God spoke in ways that were at sometimes very thunderous and magnificent and just miraculous. Ways that, quite honestly, we envy. That sometimes we wish we could hear God speaking in such instantaneous, miraculous ways today. Take, for example, in Genesis chapter 28. Jacob is out in a field, and he lies down at night to go to sleep, lays his head on a rock for his pillow. And as he's asleep, he's given a dream. 
a dream of a ladder that goes up to heaven. And us sending and descending that ladder, ladder are angels. And at the very top of that ladder is God himself. And God who speaks to Jacob. Speaks to Jacob and tells him what he will do with him. That he is with him. Or if that's not enough, take just one more of the many examples we see in Scripture. In Exodus chapter 3, in which Moses too is out in a field, and an angel of the Lord appears to him. But not just that. An angel of the Lord that appears to him in a burning bush. A bush that is burning with flames and fire and yet is not consumed. And through this miraculous, wonderful appearance, God speaks to Moses, calls him, tells him what he will do with him. In many ways, it seems like God used to speak in such miraculous, wonderful, powerful, thunderous ways. And when we hear the story of a baby born such humble birth, it may not seem as much the same. But make no mistake about it. This is God truly speaking to his people in a powerful, majestic way. Because listen again to what Hebrews says about Jesus. He is the radiance of of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature and he upholds the universe by the word of his power after making purification for sins he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs Jesus who is truly God and Jesus, who didn't come to just speak with his mouth the word of God, but also who came to speak the word of God through his actions. His actions, which will speak louder than anyone else's words or actions will ever speak in this entire world to come. Because Jesus was so much more than just a baby. Jesus was then a baby who grew up to be a man. A man who taught such wonderful, beautiful teachings. A man who did miraculous, powerful healings. Healings done simply by his word. And a man who would then carry his own cross on his shoulder. All the way up that hill to where he was crucified. Innocent as he was, crucified with two others beside him. He would die and he was buried. But then he rose three days later. He rose showing that he conquered sin, death, and devil, that he made the purification for your sins, that he showed that he is your Savior, your Savior who has come for you. God has spoken. He has spoken to us through his Son. But that's not just a past tense thing, because God keeps on speaking to you every single day through his Son, Jesus Christ. So no matter what you experience, no matter where you are, God speaks to you through his son. Whether it be the guilt and shame from the sin that is in your life. Whether it be the pain and sorrow because you know a loved one who is dearly sick and terribly ill. Or whether it be that family conflict that is tearing apart your family, tearing apart your insides inside. Know that to any and everything, Jesus speaks to you. He speaks to you every single day through prayer, through absolution, through his holy sacrament, his body and blood, through the very word that he has given us, and also through Christian fellowship. Jesus speaks to you every single day. 
So Merry Christmas. Christ is born. Which is also to say that God has spoken to us. He has spoken to us, to us through his son. His son who is your Savior. Amen. And now may the peace of God which passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.